Our family Bible story for this week is also the Holy Gospel reading for the 12th Sunday after Trinity from Mark chapter 7, verses 31 through 37, Jesus' healing of the deaf mute. It is a church year story in our Sunday School family prayer sequence of stories, but it is also a catechism story. Uh, this particular man in the gospel for the day cannot hear and he cannot speak. Since he cannot hear, he cannot even receive the word that is necessary for him to hear in order to come to faith in Christ. And so this is the great thing about this miracle. The word of God gives him both the ability to receive the word as well as being that which calls him to faith. So we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mark chapter 7, verse 31 through 37. Departing from the region of Tyre and Sidon, Jesus came through the midst of the region of Decapolis to the Sea of Galilee. I pause at this very first verse in the reading to indicate that Tyre and Sidon are in the area called Phoenicia, would be present-day Lebanon to the north and west of Galilee, which means it is a Canaanite region, it is not an Israelite region. And the Decapolis, Deca, ten, polis, city, the ten city region on the east side of the Sea of Galilee is also a predominantly Gentile or non-Jewish region. So Jesus is traveling in this particular area where there are many Gentiles to whom he was going to bring the word of life. Verse 32, they brought to him one who was deaf and had an impediment in his speech and they begged him to put his hand on him. And he took him aside from the multitude and put his fingers in his ears and he spat and touched his tongue. Then looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Ephatha, that is, be opened. Immediately his ears were opened, and the impediment of his tongue was loosed, and he spoke plainly. Then he commanded them that they should tell no one, but the more he commanded them, the more widely they proclaimed it. And they were astonished beyond measure, saying, He has done all things well. He makes both the deaf to hear and the mute to speak. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now I said that though this is a church year story, it is very much a catechism story from a number of vantage points. You think of the third commandment. Remember the Sabbath day, we should fear and love God so that we do not despise preaching and His word, but hold it sacred and gladly hear and learn it. The word of God is that which calls us to faith. The first petition of the Lord's prayer, hallowed be thy name. God's name is kept holy when the word of God is taught in its truth and purity. And we as the children of God also lead holy lives according to it. So the third commandment, the first petition, a heavy emphasis on the word of God. But I'd like to especially have you think about the third article of the creed, the ministry of the Holy Spirit. 
The Catechism says, I cannot by my own reason or strength believe in Jesus Christ my Lord or come to Him, but the Holy Spirit has called me to repentance and faith, called me by the Gospel. So here the man is deaf. He cannot hear the word necessary to bring about faith. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. This miracle is a spot-on illustration of what the Catechism teaches. You can also think about holy baptism that works forgiveness of sins, rescues from death and the devil, and gives eternal salvation. How can water do such great things? Certainly not just water, but the Word of God in and with the water does these things. So look at what Jesus does. He takes the man aside. He puts his fingers into his ear. Elsewhere, when it comes to demonic affliction and possession, Jesus said he casts out demons by the finger of God, which he then interprets as the Holy Spirit, who is poured out on us through baptism by virtue of the word, the Holy Spirit. So he takes the man aside, he puts his fingers in his ears, and then he spits on his fingers and he touches the man's tongue with his spittle. Word comes out of the mouth. In this case, water and word come out of Jesus' mouth. As he says, Ephatha, it is a sigh, a reference to the Holy Spirit when he prays to the Father. So you have the Father in heaven, Ephatha, be opened is a reference to the Holy Spirit, and Jesus is the one speaking. In baptism, we're baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit by that word of God and the water. So there is a baptismal connection here also with this miracle in the spit and in the water. So again, the catechism says, how can water do such great things? Certainly not just water, but the word of God in and with the water does these things. Or you could say, how can the spittle, the water from Jesus' mouth do such great things? Certainly not just water, but the word of God, the word of Jesus in and with the spittle or the water does these things. As he prays to his Father and in the Holy Spirit, he says, Ephatha, be opened. And by a miracle of the word, the man's heart is open, faith is created, and out of the mouth comes the confession of faith. So it is a wonderful reference to the power of God's Word and Spirit through the preaching of the Word, through the sacrament of baptism to bring about repentance and faith in Jesus. And so he illustrates these things by these gestures. The Holy Spirit and the Word of God are inseparably joined together as the power of God to effect faith. In this miracle, water and the Word are joined together by Jesus' spittle and that word that he speaks, Ephatha. So we think about Jesus' words to Nicodemus, unless one is born of water and the Spirit. He cannot enter the kingdom of God. So the allusions to the Holy Trinity in this passage, in looking up to heaven, to God the Father, is acknowledged as the one who has sent his only begotten Son, as the giver of the Holy Spirit, as Jesus sighs and speaks the life-giving word, Ephatha, be opened. And so it is a wonderful miracle that testifies to the reality of 
holy baptism. So what do we learn? Number one, we have no ability of our own to hear, to receive, and to believe God's word. Number two, God's word alone creates the miracle of faith in Christ. Number three, God works through the physical means of water and the word to bring about the new birth. And number four, where there is faith in Christ for salvation, there will be the confession of faith in him out of the mouth the man spoke. So the miracle of the healing of the deaf mute teaches us that the word of God alone has the power to bring us to faith in Christ. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, Romans 10, 17. By the word of the gospel, the Holy Spirit calls us to faith as the third article of the creed teaches. In Jesus' miracle, we see his love and compassion for the man as he takes him aside from the multitude, puts his fingers in his ears, touches his tongue with his spittle, and speaks the life-giving word, be opened. The word of Christ gives what it says. It has the power to create faith where there is no faith and to call into existence that faith out of nothing. Just as God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit were present at the creation, in the creation of life, so the Holy Trinity is present in the word of God to give new life through the preaching and teaching of God's word and in the sacrament of holy baptism. The word of God enters the ear, implants in the heart, creates faith, and out of the mouth, the confession of faith is made. The word is near you, St. Paul says, even in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, one believes to righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made to salvation. So then, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Romans 10, 8 through 10, and verse 17. Let us pray. O Lord, by your word and spirit, open our ears to hear, our hearts to believe, and our mouths to confess your holy name. For you alone are the Savior and Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.